0: Hey hey Black Thrivers, we are back. <laughs> Man, we're killing it 2021. Yeah. I think we're on fourth our fourth or f- fifth some, somewhere we're on a lot of podcasts and we're loving it we're enjoying it we're awesome in our own minds <laughs> hey we're out here uh if you're watching us on video on our patreon we're uh, in our new horizon studios we're loving being in so Colorado nice, Springs. Is it so yes. nice. they've got the nice white screen behind us they've got the lights we look great in the lights we're getting old mm-hmm. um if you listen to it on our apple or our soundcloud podcast it's com slash podcast the black tribe I had a bunch of young people last week uh, in Asheville. Like, you have a podcast, or one of them came up and said, "Oh my God, you're the Black Tribe podcast!" I had no idea. I listen to all of those when I'm working. I'm like, right. "Wow, we're getting, we're getting huge. Yeah, we are so Kidding. popular. We're like famous." <laughs> Amen. We don't care. We, we don't care. We don't care about discipleship. We're just doing what we do. Hey. Uh, yeah, so make sure you join us on that Patreon site for a buck or however much you want. I've got people who give a hundred a month. I got people five hundred a month. I got people. A lot of people give a buck a month. You'll get these videos, um, and then on our podcast, we love giving that stuff away. We're monetizing our stuff. We're just trying to cr- just be very creative and, and just be who we are. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's gonna get crazy. Uh, very soon with G42 starting up here in Colorado Springs, our first semester, we're going to be going hard. And so as much as we can get stuff out, we're going to, uh, we love you guys. Thanks for listening. Thanks for being a part. So
1: I, I had a question. Okay, I love this series.
0: We're in first Peter three, third part of our series. We're actually finally got through the six verses that Peter stayed on the women. He did that because he respected and loved the women and he wanted to make sure their hearts were okay. And we're on the one verse, verse seven today that he spent with the men.
1: Can I say something before we go there? Yeah. I feel lighter from this teaching. Really? Yeah. I I feel like possibly years of heaviness Mm. of being told who I'm supposed to be. And now understanding that I wasn't rebellious. I wasn't off. I loved God. I loved people, but I was being told that I was supposed to act a certain way and it felt wrong and it felt pushed down always. Mm. And this is free. Wow. I, I hope women and men both feel set free by this. That's awesome. It's significant.
0: It is significant. And I think today's probably the most important part of this because it's to the men who were abusing the women. Uh, and they didn't know necessarily any better. I mean, I, you know, I was talking to my dad uh, the other day and, and you know he said, son, my whole life I was a cowboy and independent. And he said, you're right, because I was giving him my unity speech and community speech that we need each other. And he said, I never knew it. He said, if I would have known it, I would have done my whole, my life completely different.
1: We do repeat what we know.
0: But I was taught my whole life to do it myself and to be on my own and not depend on anyone. And, and, and where he's right is that no one else can fix you. You're the only person with Jesus that can fix you.
1: Right.
0: Your spouse can't fix you. Your parents can't fix you. Your kids can't fix you. You can't live through your kids to try to fix you and try to get respect as men and try to get them to understand. I know a lot of mothers that just want their kids to. Like if they just knew my heart and so they try to do everything, spoil them and coddle them to get their kids there. Yeah. And all these men who live through their kids with their sports or or their educations and all the things uh, to try to get their own respect feel. And and none of us can feel that in one another. Only we can do that. It's so true. With Jesus Christ. It's so true. It's, it's funny because our, our 18 year old, all of his parents, friends are making their his friends. Go to college, or they have to move out of the house, and so they won't have any. They won't pay there's, for any other no, education.
1: There's no other plan, or
0: there's no way. other plan. You go to and and again, which it, Noah's
1: going in the fall. We have nothing against university; it's great. Well,
0: I got everything against. I know, university. It's babe, pathetic.
1: but but we got to let him check that box until he figures out what he wants to be when he grows up. Again,
0: seventy seven percent of Christian, all Christian young people lose their faith in college, which. Is a good thing because you need to wrestle with your own faith.
1: Oh, they lose their faith while they're in college. Uh-huh. Oh, okay.
0: And then our professors are are all, you know, mostly teaching anti God. They're mostly teaching things from 20, 30 years ago. Uh, and so you don't really learn a lot. No. And uh, and so the university and really high school, elementary, the, the whole educational system is broken.
1: No, and it, We're starting is, it something is a tool. To and that. it's, it, that's okay. It's just that it, it's, it's taught. Especially where we live, that it's the only answer and it's the only way. Right. And I didn't fit into. Did you fit into school? Nope. I did
0: not fit into school. Well, that's my point. Is that these kids don't have any other choice but to go do what their parents are telling them to do, and they're really hurting. They're talking to us about it. Noah was crying with me the other day, telling me about one of his buddies. It's just he's the just stress and the anxiety the stress and yeah. anxiety, and the they can't live up.
1: We could use some tradesmen.
0: We're, well. And again, you know, engineers, doctors, lawyers, Maybe. Maybe all the people stuff,
1: educated all right? the way around. Right.
0: OK, so Go. we're in verse seven. OK, do it. First Peter one through seven, six to four women. Here's the one for the men. And I'm going to read it to you now. Husbands, are you ready? He says a lot to us. He doesn't say a lot to us in this scripture. He's one one verse, but it's very potent what he has to say. It's, it's, it's radical. What Peter says to the men who are again, abusing their women, they didn't know any better. They, this the culture that they're in. And I'm not saying that all of them were beating their wives, but they probably could have been because that's how that worked in Mm -hmm. those days. Right. But their wives had no choice. Their wives had no options, but to marry if they're supposed to. Right. And they were assigned to who they were going to marry all those things. So, and God uses all of that. Look, I, uh, I'm not going to stop. God uses everything. Everything belongs. And if you're having to go to college because your parents are making you, that's okay. God's going to use that. You're going to be okay. I I work with a lot of the Asian culture and they always would ask me in the, in the nineties, there's thousands of them that we would work with. And they would say, you know, they would cry because they have no choice, Mm. but to go do what their parents were telling them to do. I'm like, well, God's a bigger God than you think. He's going to take care of you. He's he's in it with you and he'll create all kinds of miracles around that. So it's okay. I know I get a little intense, but verse seven, likewise, husbands live with your wives in an understanding way. Showing honor to the woman as the weaker vessel. Oh, I know some of my radical feminists love that, right? I'm going to tell you about that verse.
1: Another mistranslation. Of course. Nothing with
0: about Immature, insecure men teaching that wrong. Yes. Showing honor to the woman as the weaker vessel, since they are heirs with you of the grace of life, so that your prayers may not be hindered. Okay, there, there's a lot to unpack There's here. a lot. Likewise, husbands, live with your wives in an understanding way, right. showing honor to the woman as the weaker vessel, since they are heirs with you of the grace of life, Mm-mm. so that your prayers may not be hindered. Are you going
1: to do this, or can you want me to do
0: this? <laughs> well, I'm a little afraid for you to
1: No, I'm just like, maybe let's start with likewise, men. Okay. Maybe the translation there could be, hey, guys, now... Yeah. Let's talk about you. Yes. Because we just spent all this time talking about your wives and trying to train your wives and help your wives and minister your wives. Let's talk about you.
0: Yes. So that
1: likewise, and the word weaker is more vulnerable. Yes. Okay. Yeah. It is not weak. Have you watched a woman give birth?
0: Uh, Men wouldn't. wouldn't. Okay. No, no the the human
1: race would die out. We are not weak. We are freakishly strong. And when men leave, women stay and they take on the work of men and women. They do. So we are far from weak. However, we were born vulnerable, and we know it. Yes. And it's not a bad thing.
0: Yes, because we're like
1: priceless china.
0: <laughs> That's
1: right. We need to be cared for. That's right. Carefully, it's vulnerable and protected.
0: Yes. And we're going to talk about okay. This. Okay. Just I love the TikToks there. with. The the the, Gary's the women in are TikTok. On there. I love this. Listen, I have a TikTok by the way. So, yeah, like it. so
1: does our granddaughter, which Yeah, well, that's very why I'm on a Our granddaughter of
0: a little bit of a When they're like about COVID and men being sick like th- this can't be real because no man would get out of bed if he had the sniffles it's hilarious Wait, it's like true. telling
1: men that they have to stay yeah home. yeah yeah men don't move if they get the yeah, man they're fluid. staying home yeah, anyway yeah. they're not
0: going anywhere so i don't know why they're telling them because if they have the sniffles they <laughs> you don't have get to out tell a man
1: to quarantine it's natural <laughs> exactly
0: all right husbands you need to understand this woman that you married okay and if you're not married you it need to understand, understand. You're to understand. <laughs> and if you're not married and not supposed to get married, don't. I'm going to end up with that. Oh, okay, careful, careful, husbands. You need to understand this woman that you marry. This woman. The woman that you marry. Okay. Your wife should be walking around saying this. Wow, this guy really knows me. He really <laughs> understands my heart. He really knows who I am. Mm. And just like Peter did with the wives, he's going to clue us in on something that he knows is true of every woman's heart. Husbands, you have to embrace your God-given calling to live with your wife in a way that creates in her a feeling that she is understood by you. Wow. Nobody
1: ever talks about that part. I've never heard a man teach that part.
0: Teach what part?
1: The part that what men's responsibility is as husbands. Yes. I've never heard anyone say that part. Really? Yeah.
0: And how am I doing it? Then?
1: You're doing awesome. Am I? Yeah, you are. You're. You, oh gosh, you're doing awesome. Okay. I mean, it took you a few years <laughs> because that part there about your wife, you probably, um, this is kind of what you did as a young man. We We met when you were 33 and I was 29. Yeah or you were 32, I was 29 Yeah, is you um, automatically grouped me into everyone's wives.
0: Yeah, yes.
1: Meaning all females.
0: Okay. You know, meaning my
1: wife, my mom acted this way. My sister acted this way. Yep. My first wife acted this way. Therefore, that is how females are. Mm-hmm. It took years for you to understand that I wasn't like your mom or the other women that had influenced your life, but right. you naturally responded to that. So it took you years to be a student of my heart and my patterns and when you started doing that, everything shifted. That's really good. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And my mom was awesome, but she was also, she just wasn't quite, me. Yeah. And she wasn't you. Yeah. And I um, should
1: be more like her in many, many and, ways. And
0: that's what I meant, meant by that Same as husbands. You've got to study your wife, your family, wife, and she is your mission field. Yeah. And I'm going to keep saying that over and over. And when you do that, she feels and is not just feels understood. She feels like, wow, this guy actually gets me. Mm-hmm. He, he, he doesn't bring me flowers. If I don't like flowers, he, he takes I me. Love flowers. She does like flowers. I I had to learn that. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you just learn to serve their pace, right? What, 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 what makes Which them come alive? Am
1: I different than any other woman you've ever met?
0: Every other woman I've ever met. And, and doesn't what
1: I need matter more than yes. any other woman that you've ever met? Yes. Just like you need. So you're not my dad. You're not your dad. You're not no. my first husband. You're you are yeah. you. And I had to study
0: you. That's right.
1: And you're very, and then I had, and then I had to adjust the, my rhythms, my pace. Yes. I
0: had to study and that took me a long time. What you value. Because of how this, this, these seven scriptures were taught to me all my whole life by my own family, by the churches I went, every church I went to, I didn't think I had to study her heart. I didn't think I needed to know her rhythms because and it her pace. It was her job to serve me because I was the man of the house and she needed to submit and subject herself to me. And I get to go just do my job and my work and do my thing. And it's simply heresy. It's not true.
1: Well, in the example I always use, cause it's, it's described it so well. You're considered I'm five, six on a good day. You're six, three most days. And, uh, your legs are very long. And we were in Disney world with our, at the time, five <coughs> children. And I realized on day two that I'm panting and dragging five children with me. And you with your long legs are ahead of us all the time. And finally, at the end of day two, when I was exhausted, I said, why are we running? And you didn't have an answer. But that was what our marriage was like. You were running. Yes. And it was my job to drag the children and keep up mm-hmm. with you. And what happened to me?
0: Exhausted. I got sickness. exhausted. Yes.
1: I couldn't do anything anymore. Right. That's and then really when good. you slowed down. You even have to sometimes when we're walking together, going on a hike or something, you have to consciously, because my legs are not as long as yours, and we walk together now. That's an, an, <laughs> a,
0: another TikTok. I'm sorry. I'm going to say oh, it. Oh, Lord. The, no, are you really, getting paid? No, no. You would love this. Okay. It's the, the wives like are wearing gloves or something, yeah. and then they, they let go of their husband's hand to yeah. see how long it's going to take him to notice that he's not really actually holding her anymore. Oh, no. And they just keep walking for Yeah. I get that. Yeah.
1: That's why I hike by myself. I, <laughs> I don't even take the dog. Except now I put you in front of me. Well, we walk, you do awesome.
0: And I get the door but for you. I could rather time. just do it alone.
1: Okay, go ahead. Video. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> so you do. You open the door for me everywhere we go. And I love that. It's very genuinely. Okay. It Makes me feel cherished.
0: So he says to them, You've got to study your your wife's heart. You've got to know it. You got to make her feel understood. Because we're going to talk about that, what, what it does with her vulnerability here in a second. Then he says to them, Whew, Guys, you got to hear this. And now young people listening to this that aren't married, please grab this in your spirit. Get Mm. this in your heart. This is so vital for you to get. Then he says, you have to honor her as the weaker vessel. Right. And I know this ticks off a lot of women and I understand why. And Lisa made a very good point. So what does that mean? To honor her as the weaker vessel. There are, they are heirs with you of the grace of life. Mm. In the kingdom, we are co-heirs. We are equal. That's what the gospel of the kingdom means. We're equal. No one is elevated over anyone else. So what is he saying? He's saying, he's saying, look at guys, we are co-heirs. I was talking to a bunch of young guys I the, the other day. He's about flying a lot of cults. I know, I know, I got it. Listen, <laughs> I was talking to all these young guys, and I told them about, you know, men and women have the same amount of ribs. Church has taught me my whole life. I freaked out. I just learned this recently.
1: I don't think it's the church's fault. I think you just just pay attention. I was taught my whole life
0: that, well, that's probably true, but that we had one less rib because a woman was made out of our rib. Yeah. And, and actually we started studying that because it It blew me up a bit. It, Adam was broken in
1: half, ripped in half,
0: broken half and put together with his bride. Right with E. How that feel to become one? Well, it happens. Right, it literally does happen spiritually and a little bit physically, and we become one. And he took, he broke us in half in the middle, not our heads and not our feet, to be over them or under them, but to be co heirs with them. And I want you to remember, if you listen to the first podcast and you need to listen to this whole series, that uh, w- w- does it mean that we're over women in a position of authority? God meant what he meant was he appoints authority in people, women and men. It's never about a gender. When he's talking about submission and honor and authority, and we'll talk a little more about this. It's always about an authoritative position, not a gender.
1: So I don't I don't submit to you just because you're a man. You don't submit to me just because I'm a woman. I'm not going to submit to you just because you're older a young man's not going to submit to me just because I'm old that's it is it is actually the authority, it's the authority of the person that's right okay
0: we submit to that god given authority in the person so when she walks in the room she has authority i'm going to submit to that when i walk in the room the room shifts because i have authority on my life right the way you gain authority is by serving people serving really well yeah jesus came to what Sir, He didn't come to take over. He came to die and to help us conquer death. That's what evangelism is so that we know how to conquer death. And he came preaching the gospel of the kingdom, not the gospel of a ticket out of hell and of heaven. Mm-hmm. The gospel, he couldn't be talking about uh, being born again. He hadn't died yet. Oh, it's a whole other podcast. Okay. <laughs> to- I got to keep going. I'll get distracted. here. All right. So we're co-heirs and he says it in there. No one is elevated over anyone else. Okay. So what's he saying? So here's the story I heard this pastor say, and I want to tell it to you. This is cool. Cool story. So men, picture yourself about ready to get on an elevator. The door opens and there's a man already in the elevator. Okay. You probably don't have to think for a second if it's safe or not to get on. So true. Women always have to think always. that way mm-hmm. every single time. hmm Right. When I now if he was crazy and going nuts, when I'm thinking when I'm getting on an elevator is I hope I don't have to talk to this person, although actually I do like to get people cornered in elevators. It's kind of fun. That
1: makes you sound so weird.
0: Um, well, it's it's fine. It's just good conversation because they can't go anywhere. And so um, but women always have to think, That's is it safe to get the wrong? vulnerability? That's the vulnerability. You
1: ask any woman from any country.
0: Any brought culture, up in any, any, any culture
1: yep. in any part of town. And you say to the, I always say this to my young women when I teach, have you ever walked into a parking structure by yourself and not been fully aware of everything happening around you? No. And they're like, duh. Right. And ask a man.
0: Never. You just go to your, car don't even have to think. About
1: we're it. looking under the car. We're looking around. We're looking behind <laughs> us. It. We're looking we got our keys out. We're ready. Yeah. I've never been Physically accosted by a man, but I have been in elevators with two men that have said really inappropriate things to me, and I felt incredibly trapped. You're vulnerable. You're very vulnerable.
0: That's all he meant by the weaker vessel? Yes.
1: It's not weaker, it's just vulnerable. It's a bad description. It's a bad one. Take word. it out. Okay. Okay.
0: We're going to talk on her.
1: The more vulnerable vessel.
0: The more, Okay, I like that.
1: Okay, let's just let's switch do it the now.
0: Bible of Lisa Black. Duh. What Peter is saying is this Your wife lives with a vulnerability that mm-hmm. you need to understand women carry a vulnerability in this world that that as men we just do not have to carry mm-hmm. it's not just about physical safety but for sure that's a big part of it it's also about emotional safety relational safety that is the vulnerability in the heart of a woman and peter is saying if you have said yes to marriage You are saying yes to God, that you understand that very point Mm -hmm. so that you take care of that and honor her so she can find more of God.
1: That's good stuff. (laughs) That makes sense. That makes me want to run and scream with joy.
0: Wow. Maybe... We'll do that later. Oh
1: my God. Hey. I mean, it's Friday.
0: Come on. Yeah, it is. Yes, <laughs> Jesus. All right. Okay, good. You want to go out? Yeah. All right. I'm you want out. to start dancing? <laughs> All right. Sorry, people watching the video. Were... We have fun. It's good, right? It's free. It's so
1: good. It's no, it is so good because the things that come into that when I listen to that is I'm protected, I'm valued, I'm seen, I'm cared for. I'm like, I we're always like taught that we have this God that loves us and sees us and protects us. But then we're presented with men that do the opposite. And it's very confusing to a woman's heart. It's why I I just want to take every young woman and say, you know, maybe there's been times in your life you didn't have a choice and something was taken from you. That's not, that was not God's plan for your life. Right. But when you do have a choice, don't keep signing up for that. Yes. Because you keep putting your body out there or putting your, why are you looking at me like this? That's and, incredible. And, right? But a well, woman is saying like, is my heart safe with you? But then we put ourselves in unsafe positions. Mm.
0: So what, how?
1: Well, the, old, the reason that it is brilliant to wait until a covenant to be physically intimate with someone is because my heart is, if a man is going to buy me a diamond, tell his parents, tell my parents, get to, you know, gather people around and say, I'm giving you my life. If I die, you get my life insurance. Everything I own is yours. I'm going to protect you. I'm going to provide for you I'm do these things. My body and my heart is safe with that. My body and my heart isn't safe with some guy that hasn't made any kind of a, any kind of a commitment or sacrifice to a covenant of protecting that, that heart.
0: Gosh, that's He's so just good.
1: consuming and taking from me. And then women are left empty and they can't figure out why. Yes. I'm like, I can tell you why.
0: And you do it over and, and over, over and over. And thinking it's going to your... be
1: different. And right. it isn't different and their hearts are broken.
0: Yeah. And then they get mad at men. Yes. And they should. But... Yes.
1: But, and that's what I'm saying is when you have been violated against your will, that is a completely different yeah, thing course. when you keep signing up to be violated.
0: Yeah. That's so good.
1: It, your heart is not safe. Keep
0: signing up to be violated. Kayla, make sure we get that clip. That's awesome. <laughs> oh my gosh. All right. husband, your wife's. All live, all of our wives live with this one question. Well, this question, they have a lot of questions, they have a lot of words. So you praise God. <laughs> Let me start over. Husbands, your wife lives with this question: Is my heart safe? Yes. Will I be seen and cared for? Period.
1: That's the cry of everyone.
0: That's heart. the cry of every woman's heart. Is my heart safe? And will I be seen? And cared for. And that question never goes away.
1: No, and when your little girls were this big,
0: that was the cry of their That's exactly right. And when you're old women, you're wondering. And just like us, they bring this question into every area of their life. And just like us, guys, only God can answer that. We cannot. Okay. So, ladies, listen to me. Your husband cannot answer that question for you. He can serve you. He can study you. He can learn to love your heart. He can learn to protect your vulnerability, the weaker vessel, right? He can, he can step in those areas,
1: and,
0: but he cannot fix you. Only you and Holy Spirit can be fixed and healed.
1: Which is why when people bring me in, a wife brings me in and asks me to coach her in her broken marriage, my focus is her. Yes. Her husband has not signed up for the conversation. I don't know his side of the story, and I can't do anything about him. And so I ask her to look at herself. Did you ask young men?
0: Well, and let when me they come say, to you,
1: look at you. Need to look at yourself. We're not. We're not talking about your wife,
0: fellas. <clears throat> got a lot of women calling my wife because their marriages are broken. Their husbands are not calling me. That's very true. Grow up. You need heal. You need help. We all do. Just can't grow do alone. It's ridiculous. Humble yourself. Women are crying out. Their hearts are crying out. That's true. And we as men have too much ego, too much pride yeah. to cry out. You're broken. You want respected. I can help you. I don't <laughs> want to help you. I'm tired, but I can't. <laughs> Jesus, help us, God. All right. They're worth it. In unhealth, women will chase love to get that answer. She will bring this question to you as her husband over and over and over and over. And you get to honor her, not fix her. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Honoring her means caring for that question that is in your wife's soul. If you'll care for that question, she's crying out for, you'll see it. Mm -hmm. You'll acknowledge it, not fix it, but you'll acknowledge it. That's what she's crying out for. So by the way, that word honor that Peter's using in this is the same word he uses over and over in chapter 2 when he's speaking of honoring the emperor will you honor her the same way you would honor the ruler of the world the same mm-hmm. word so in peter in chapter 2 peter's talking about honoring the emperor honoring the, the the most powerful man in the world honoring our presidents honoring the people that god has placed in leadership in our lives right submitting to them out of ignorance and stupidity, right? Submitting to them on the fact that maybe my prayers will affect how that person thinks and what they're going to act on, right? So that word honor is the same exact word Peter used in chapter two that he's using here about us honoring our wives in, in verse seven. And it, it means what? It's speaking about honoring the emperor. That will you the, will you honor your wife the same way that you honor the emperor or the biggest ruler wow. in the world?
1: Which people that live um, with monarchies understand that a little better than we do, they, big time. Because there's just there's kind of a built-in respect for kings and queens, whereas in a democracy there's
0: it's always broken yeah. To I twice. Mean, yeah. yeah, we saw that a little bit in Swazi, although the king was an idiot.
1: He was not a good man, but yeah. there still was this like, you can't talk about that. You right. can't speak against him. The every, culturally, they couldn't even, talk about Even it. though they all had pictures of him in their home, like it was, it's just different. Yeah. It's hard for Americans to wrap their minds around Yeah, it's very
0: Western anything. Anything. Yeah, Christianity we don't just get doesn't that. get it. Peter's not making marriage about who gets to be in charge. And he's certainly not saying the man is, okay? Mm. Biblical marriage was never intended to be about power and control. It was intended to be about love and understanding and caring for one another's heart, right?
1: Yeah. Here's the crazy thing in that part is when you're controlling and overlording or manipulating as a man or a woman to your spouse or another man or a woman, you are trying to get your needs met and they're never met. It's actually through humility and laying your life down for someone else that wow. actually your needs end up getting met it's without you thinking, thinking about, about it
0: right. because God meets them.
1: It's an upside down kingdom. Though.
0: Yes. Yes. God meets your needs. Your wife doesn't, your husband doesn't. Okay. You meet their needs the best you can. Marriage is not about that person loving you. If marriage is about you loving that person, mm-hmm. you got to get this, man, you got to get this. God gets to be in charge in your marriage, not your husband, ladies.
1: We don't have anything. Husbands, in you are
0: that. not. In charge, you don't know shit about shit. Oh, you can't say that. I can't say that. You just did. You don't. You just don't know how to be married very well. It's just hard for us well, there's no exam- to learn this. there's
1: no examples, there's though, no and examples. there's nothing that backs this up. Right. There's nothing that's, that's, that's being taught this way. There's nothing. There's no visions or movies that we're having that in, everything is about me coming to this person so this person can make me happy. And that's why we see, you know, a year and a half, two years into marriage, people are done. Yeah. Because they realized it didn't work. I thought you're supposed to make me happy. I mean, I've heard women in their 30s say, well, I deserve to be happy. I'm like, actually, you, you
0: don't. Right.
1: <laughs> That's also not You, you deserve
0: to make another person happy, mm-hmm. for sure. You don't deserve to be happy. When you're making someone else happy, you're going to well, be happy. I just happy. want
1: to say to them, try motherhood and let me know well, how that I works for you. Well, I want
0: you to hit that. We had a conversation last night and you were saying that about people just giving up I was quickly. just
1: saying that um it, it, marriage is not months days weeks it's not even years it's decades hmm. and it's gonna have an ebb and flow there might be 10 years of coldness and misunderstanding and and very little sex. and and not for us but I've heard <laughs> I've heard stories that it happens to really nice people but stiff arming and which are all you know just prerequisite for divorce is what that is but People aren't riding the waves. People are giving up. And year two, people are giving up on year ten. I'm like, you're just getting started. Like, how long do you think it takes to become one flesh with another human being? God, that's
0: so good. That's so good. You've got. To it takes that. a
1: lifetime.
0: Yeah, it does. And it's about a lifetime. And it's about eternity. I was listening to a country song today. I wanted to play country on. Country is
1: anointed. Uh, mm-hmm.
0: It's of the devil. But the the guys uh, maybe um, don't try and quote. F- maybe forever. Um, (laughs) I'll I'll play the song for you. Thank you. You guys are going to love it. I wish you'd sing it for us. I was working out and this country song comes on my, uh, you must've put it on my I would never do anything like that. And it's about marriage. Actually, maybe things do last forever. Maybe they do. And he's talking about his marriage. Yeah. Country music is really about real
1: relationships.
0: And maybe it does last. So is classic rock. Maybe things do last forever. Maybe they do. So good. Okay.
1: ACDC explains it really well too. (laughs) Wow.
0: American. Okay. Look to your wife, understand her vulnerability and her heart the way she needs you to, not how you think she does. Hmm. Honoring her means you have to get behind her eyes and see the world how she sees yes. it. Yes.
1: <laughs> it's also a really effective way to parent.
0: Yeah. And you want more sex, it helps too. Get behind her eyes and see the world how she sees it not how you see or have been taught how to see about marriage or the world.
1: Mm, that's another thing I see all the time. These people have been married for like a year and they have no sex life. I'm like,
0: right. right.
1: What do you think is going to happen? <laughs> what do you think is going, you think you're still going to be here 50 years from now?
0: Well, you had a great example uh, of, of a woman who kind of cut her husband off and he kept serving her and loving her. And then all of a sudden she realized, Oh my God, this is a good man. Yeah. And it's too, it's too late. Like sometimes it's like,
1: it is, it's too late for a lot of people. I think people quit way too easily because it's, it's, it's this idea that if you go into this with this idea that, um, my I'm going to meet your needs, you're going to meet my needs and we don't have to work on ourselves and we don't have to yeah. serve each other. You've got a year.
0: That's right. Yeah, maybe you have a
1: year, your, your China and your, your stuff that you got for your wedding shower is still going to be in the boxes and your marriage is going to
0: fall apart. Anything, anything worth having, like what we have right now in our marriage is going to take a long time. It's going to be very hard and you're going to want to give up a hundred times and you stay in the fight. I was thinking about that with Moses, you know, getting, you know, Pharaoh to let his people go and all the plagues and all the hardening of his heart and all the choices he made. And I'm like, well, yeah, it was worth it. That's God's ways. It it sucks. It's not going to be this pretty beautiful, easy thing. You're going to stutter and limp and, and the, and the, and the waters have to part sometimes because you have no other way to make it. But that's the point because when you do get there, you remember how much it sucked and and you don't want to go back to that. It's the same with like, people get so upset about churches splitting and, and all these things. That's God's ways. It's stupid. We shouldn't be doing it. But when it does happen, it belongs and God's going to work through that. So you don't go do that anymore. You don't want to do that to people. You don't want to hurt hearts anymore. Mm. That's why we always hear people who mm-hmm. have lost their first marriages usually say to us, I just didn't, I didn't stick in there. Mm-mm. I didn't get to know her heart at all. I do
1: love the movie. Um, it's complicated with um, Alec Baldwin and um, Meryl Streep. I love that movie. But they have end up having an affair with each other 10 years after oh, yeah, their divorce. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. he's like, all the stuff we fought about is gone. We've got money. The kids are growing up. We've got time. We've got, and he's like, maybe we should have stuck with it. I'm like, yeah, Yeah, maybe maybe we should have stuck with it. it.
0: All right. So we get behind our wife's eyes. We get to see the world through her heart the way she sees it. That just goes really well with my heart teaching, by the way. What makes my wife's heart feel safe and seen? I've got that in all caps, by the way, in my notes. And if you want the notes, make sure you, you let us know. What makes my wife's heart feel safe and seen? We're almost done here. And asking that question every day,
1: hmm.
0: not you may not feel qualified now. Okay. So listen, I've got to ask that question every single day and I don't do this at all perfectly. I'm doing it more and more. Right. Do you remember when we you first married affirm, and I yes. used to say
1: to you, what color are my eyes? Yes.
0: Asking that question. Eyes? What makes my heart, my wife's heart feel safe and seen. What color your my eyes? green, beautiful, gorgeous, amazing eyes. Thank you. Right. And we don't feel qualified. And that's why we don't do it.
1: Mm.
0: I understand. We don't want to fail because then we're not going to be respected. You're going to fail. So now we might not feel qualified to even ask the question, but remember, it's not about fixing her. It's about leading her to Jesus's heart. He can fix her. When we ask him to show us her heart. Did you hear that? He can fix your over-emotional controlling, manipulative wife, Mm. If you'll just get to know her heart and where those pain that pain's coming from, love her in that anyway, that opens the door for God to come in and then fix her heart. He'll come and kiss her heart and help it come alive and start bringing honor and love and, and things to her heart because you just studied it and you didn't try to fix her and you didn't try to tell her who, she, who how bad she is and all the things. I honestly did that with you. Yes, you and did. And I still do.
1: Yes, and it's I,
0: I learned just to love your heart yes. and serve you, and you, in, you sometimes in your craziness.
1: Sometimes I could see your little wheels turning like, okay, I got to love her right now. And I know she's <laughs> acting this way, but I know she actually really feels this way. She's She's scared. That's why she's acting. I could see you going through the process and being gentle with me. Yes. And then when you were gentle with me, when I was like freaking out, I was like, oh, I'm safe.
0: Yes, then yeah. Your heart felt safe.
1: If you yelled at me, I would have been like, "I'm mad." Which
0: safe. I did yell for many years. So That's don't. Okay. I'm You're not a hero. It. All right, you cannot meet all of her needs, and you cannot meet all of his needs. You cannot fix one another. This is just about loving them in the space of servanthood, mm-hmm. of serving women, his brokenness in his soul about needing to be respected, and men serving her, seeing the way her heart sees the word world, and in her vulnerability, making sure she feels safe. That she knows she's safe with mm. you, okay? He didn't speak about the men's haircuts or their clothes. He spoke to them about how to serve their wives, not consumed with the emotional needs of our spouses. That's not what he was saying. But playing our proper role as her husband, I don't need to be consumed about all her craziness. And ladies, you do get crazy. It's just a fact because of the we're world. So
1: intelligent. <laughs>
0: We don't have to, we, we don't go serve the craziness. We don't go serve her over the top emotions, but we don't go try to fix those. We get to know her heart and we serve her Do you heart.
1: remember how you used to deal with me when I get like that when we were young? Oh. You would say it was so good. You're like, I can't help you. I think you need to go take this to the Lord. And then you'd walk out of the room and I had no one to yell at or blame because you would just walk away because I wasn't making sense i wasn't like dealing with things i was just like <laughs> ah!
0: okay another tiktok on this <laughs> there it is okay
1: no no, Gary, no this is great you they're not listen. writing us checks i don't care No. No.
0: you gotta hear this so guy goes to a doctor my wife she or no the wife goes and it's like my husband's just not getting it blah 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 and the husband comes and says I'm, i can't get it and the, the doctor says late to the lady he said every time he starts going off just take a big swallow of water and just keep wishing it around your, your mouth. And every time he gets said something, just wish it again. And then he'd say it again, just wish it again. And when he does it again, just wish it again. And then, spit out and it? It, and <laughs> then and no. And then, and then he's, and then the woman's like, well, how's that going to help him? because you just shut up long enough for him to, to leave the room. <laughs> <laughs> Stupidest
1: thing I ever That's heard. That's awesome. Oh my God. You're like a crazy old grandpa that tells okay. you went from dad joke to grandpa jokes. I love it. So proud.
0: All right. Three quick tips. These came from this pastor. These aren't mine, but I agree with them wholeheartedly. I put my little spin on them. Three tips in your marriage. Number one, your spouse doesn't need to earn any of this from you. Mm. God is looking for you to partner with him. And no matter what your spouse has done, he will love them. He made them in his image and he needs you to partner with him in your marriage. Mm. So your spouse doesn't need to earn a good marriage from you. You need to partner with Christ and love your wife's heart. You need to partner with Christ and respect your man in a new deep way. And God will fix your marriage. Mm. It's that simple. Number two, there are verses. There are verses. These verses are about you, not your spouse. First Peter three, one through seven. Okay. Again, immature men have taught me this. Insecure men have taught me this. These verses were about women and how they needed to submit to us. These verses aren't about you boys. These verses aren't about you ladies. These (laughs) these verses aren't, I mean, they're not about your husband or your your wife. They're about you. Mm. They're all about you. Sorry. I said that wrong. These verses are about you, not your spouse. Hmm. Is that good? Yeah. That's so good. So good. (laughs) (laughs) If you're in, if your job in your marriage is policing the way your spouse loves you, you're going to, it's not going to work. Okay. It, marriage is never about getting someone to love you well. It's about loving somebody else well. So true. Period. Okay. Number three. Okay, wait, let me say this. The only hope for your marriage is that you release that point mm. of trying to get them to love you. That they need to meet your needs. You've got to release that they're there to meet your needs. They cannot ever meet your needs. And you get to love them well anyway. That's a tough one. And then number three, and we'll end with this. And I love your hearts. I want to read a little bit here. Not everyone is called to marriage. Hmm. I know this isn't spoken from pulpits. I know this isn't popular. I know we talk to 30 year old women every day, all day.
1: That want it.
0: That want it so bad because it's all they've been taught. Not everybody's called to it, guys. Marriage is very difficult. It's very hard. It's very rewarding. It's very amazing. And Paul says, man, if you don't have to do it, don't do it. Because it, it, it's a, it, it interrupts a little bit of your relationship with the father. That's not true. a little bit, but a lot. And it's a hard way to go in life. It's just, it's just very difficult. So he said, look, not everybody has to do this. And I just want to say this out there. I want to get this out in the spirit to some of you that maybe aren't called to marriage. They're, they're, this is a real thing. And I know I'm going to get some pushback from, that, from this, but I'm okay. Marriage is a unique calling, like a mission trip to that one person's heart. Mm-hmm. Right? You are not more spiritual if you get married. It's a calling, not a commandment. You are not commanded to get married. It's a calling that God puts on your life. And once that calling happens, you are called to that person's heart, like a, like the mission field, mm. to make that heart come fully alive. However, if
1: you've made the covenant, you don't get to wake up on Tuesday and go, oh, I misunderstood. Sorry, I wasn't Turns called, out to I'm not called
0: Too late. You yeah, already did it. Did you it. get to learn how to do it. And yeah. you get to stick in it. Yeah. Until it gets good.
1: Even if your needs aren't being met.
0: Especially if your needs aren't getting met, because you know one day they're going to be if you learn to meet their needs anyway. Caring well for the heart of your spouse is the only point Peter is trying to make. Peter doesn't say find someone who completes you because you can't. When people say, I want you to find that guy that completes me or that woman that completes They can't complete you. Only Christ completes you. Okay? Hear that. I've heard that so many times. If you do your job as a spouse really well, then your spouse will find Jesus because you're leading them to the heart of Jesus was Peter's whole point in those first six verses to those abusive those abused wives. That's what Peter is saying the whole time. Jesus will complete them. Jesus will heal them. Jesus will complete in them a great work. Not you. You don't have to do it. It's up to Christ to do that. You just get to lead him to more of his heart. Married people. Okay, this is to my married people. So just just to my married people, don't, don't go off yet if you're single. But to my married people, your spouse is not your problem, nor That's is so he or an she answer. your solution.
1: It's a chapter. Say major. that
0: again. It is.
1: Yeah. Men are not our problem. They're not our front. solution.
0: Your spouse That's is not I mean. your problem, nor is he or she your solution. The solution is the gospel of the grace of Jesus. Living for the kingdom of God. That is always the solution. I love being married. I love how hard it is. I love tough things. I love the challenge of it. I love the sex, the covenant sex. I love all I love, all the things about marriage you start to love because you see it leading you to the heart of Christ more and more.
1: Yes. What? How many minutes are we at? We'll wrap up I with just, this. i
0: got one last line. Okay. In.
1: I have one thing I need to say. go ahead. No, I was just going to say on the single part, cause I know we're going to get a lot of questions about this. You were out of town this week. I packed you up, got your suitcase, labeled all your vitamins and everything. And you were like, geez, you can't wait to get away from me. I was like, no, actually I'm going to miss you. And I'm trying to serve you by packing for you. But when you were out of town, I stayed up till 2am writing. I don't do that when you're next to me in bed. Cause you want me next to you. You want me, my, my focus could shift for three days. Because when you're home, you're you're my number one focus and everything else comes second. Thank you, Jesus. And so that's the difference between single and married. It's yes. a focus shift. Hmm. So if you want your focus to be another human being for the rest of your life, and then you want to have little focuses join the party, that is going to be, that's, that's where all of your attention is going to go and everything else is going to come separate. If you love your career so much, you need that to be your 100% focus 100%. all the time. You probably shouldn't try to squeeze other people into that mix.
0: Yep. And... When the little focuses come along, they don't need to become your main focus either. Your marriage still become is still your main focus. Yes, so true. Because the best marriages re- produce the best kids, and and I'm going to say this, and this is going to be hard for some of you. I I I believe I've seen some people turn to homosexuality because they can't find that spouse or that that their hearts are so hurt and they just want to be loved so bad. And I've had I've had heterosexual women look at me and say, maybe I just need to go become a lesbian because I can't find the man that's going to love me properly. There's just.
1: Or there's a third option.
0: Yeah. Just stay celibate. Say, well, that was my point. Okay. Maybe God didn't call you to marriage and maybe you need to ask him for the grace on that to see if he wants to do something there. Again, it's not anti-homophobic. It's none of those things. I mean, I am anti-homophobic. I'm not anti-homosexual. I'm not any of those things. I love everybody really well in that space. And I want to walk people into the best life that they can be in. But that's a reality that we deal with almost, well, a lot. We have put our hopes in our spouse and something they can never do. And Peter, Peter, all Peter is saying is put your hope in Jesus and he will lead you to your spouse. That's awesome. That good?
1: Uh, Or seek first the kingdom of God and all these things should be added to you. There you go. I love, love you guys.
0: Church. Gary and Lisa Black, ta- garyandlisablack.com. Ask us any questions. You want the notes? Make sure you let me know. I'll have the notes attached to our Patreon on Wednesday when this comes out. So if you want them, let us know, but they'll be there for our Patreon people. We love you. Thanks, baby. Yeah. You did a great job looking forward to next week. God bless you guys. See us soon.